Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. I want to tell you about the Instagram live I'm going to be hosting on Friday the 5th of February. So last week I did a different Instagram live with Daisy from South London Makers Market and we talked all about the power of captions and how to really tell compelling stories with your brands through your captions. It's gone on to be one of their most watched Instagram live and they've been inundated with messages and as have I. So to continue this theme, this storytelling theme, and so you can gain confidence sharing your story online, because really, it's the difference that makes the difference. I'm going to be going live on my Instagram page this Friday at 4pm to teach you how you can too, and to show you how you can get involved in a very special workshop I'm putting together for you if telling your story through captions is something that you're having a little bit of imposter syndrome about. So make sure you join us Friday the 5th of February at 4pm. Hello everyone, how are you doing? So I've got a different kind of episode for you today. It's based on a recent personal experience I had, so it's going to be really drawing on the personal side. But I really wanted to do this episode because I just realised <laughs> I hadn't done an episode on this. How to manifest anything. Now, I know that's a really big ballsy claim, Maybe a little clickbait. I don't know. But honestly, I received something and I literally think that this is the way. So essentially, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I've manifested the new flat that I'm moving into, which ticks so many of my boxes. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's so well decorated. It's in the most amazing location, which is like behind a park, which over 2020 parks have been so vital to like clearing my head and getting space. And I've just loved being outside and being in the grass. I'm such like a nature person, even though I've been born and raised in the city. It's just so delicious. Like I'm so excited about it that the challenges that I faced with receiving this manifestation have been so oh so many that I've learned some really hard-hitting lessons and now I'm convinced this is the way that you manifest everything everything and anything and I'm going to be essentially applying this process to many other parts of my life and my business So, of course, moving house is a super personal thing. It's not necessarily business related, although I don't think you can compartmentalize the two. I mean, if you've been listening for a while and if you know me, you will know that I think what's happening for you as a human, like, happens for your business. Like, your emotions is reflected in your business. Like, you, your business is a part of you. I just don't think that they can be separate. So I'm going to go ahead and start listing and start telling you the story of how I manifested my dream flat. 
The reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I know that you guys have just created vision boards. It's a new year and there are things on your vision board or on your wish list that you're wanting to happen and maybe you're not sure how they're gonna happen and maybe you're even starting this year feeling kind of low energy and you're thinking oh it's only gonna happen if I get really pumped up I just want to debunk a couple of myths for you and you know just really get into it So there's lots of lessons that you can take from my experience that you can apply to manifesting and attracting your biggest goals in your life and in your business. So the first lesson that I learned is that when it comes to attracting anything, your desire for this thing is the only thing that qualifies you. And this is the reason why I've learned this. Essentially, when you have things, when you're deciding what goals to go after and what you think is possible for your life, often we're thinking about it in terms of being realistic. Like it's realistic for me to get a raise at work. It's realistic for me to earn 25K. It's, you know, realistic for me to uh, to work four days a week or whatever it is. But sometimes you will want things that don't seem realistic. Like the desire alone brings up all of the reasons why this can't work, why it won't work, why it seems illogical for you to even go after that desire because it's just so crazy. Moving house and moving into a flat that I really, really loved was a manifestation that I actually thought I didn't think it was going to be so challenging. I thought it was going to be really straightforward and simple. Absolutely not the case. But when I think to last year, because I had this desire about this time last year, I thought that in order to have like this gorgeous, well-decorated flat in this amazing area, I thought I would have to earn more money. I was like, I can have that when I earn more money. Or I can have that when I increase my savings. Or I can have that when... I have enough to buy a house. So you start creating all these conditional beliefs. Like you can have that thing when you achieve X, Y, Z or have X, Y, Z. And essentially what you are creating is this list of qualifying factors of why you think you can't have what you want right now. But what I learned from this process is that your desire is the only thing that qualifies you. I recently heard a Steve Jobs quote, and I'm probably paraphrasing, but it it said you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. So what that means is that sometimes I actually believe the universe is going to give you desires and ideas. And maybe you had this when you were starting your business, like maybe you worked in medicine or you worked in IT or you were a teacher and you had this desire to start this really creative business and you just can't shake it off. It didn't really make sense why your heart was calling you to start macrame or jewelry making or doing animal illustrations. Like it just doesn't make sense. But It's not, I almost feel like it's not for us as humans to try and make sense of everything before we move. We live in a world where we use rationalization to judge everything. Like we're looking, weighing the outcomes, the pros and cons. 
but it's so much more loving and it so takes so much courage to decide I'm gonna move towards this thing simply because I want it like I want it so I'm gonna go get it it's really really like terrifying because your brain is trying to like try and make it make sense and you want to explain to other people why it should work and you want to explain to your partner why you're doing this crazy thing the biggest takeaway that I think I learn is that the universe is always trying to get you to a place of having it now. So instead of saying, oh, I could be successful when I have more money or I will be able to make the money I want in my business when I have more followers, like all those things are a lie. What I think is actually more interesting is that the universe is saying, but how can you have this now? How can you have this now? How can you step into the belief that you are worthy of the things that you want just because you can think it, just because you're dreaming of it. How can you have those things now? And if we look at this on a like a very practical sense and through a logical eye, let's take the idea of followers, for example. If you're saying, oh, I can only make the money in my business when I have 2,000 followers, what you're doing is you're actually adding time to your timeline. You're saying, okay, I'm going to spend time working on followers, then I will make the money that I want. You're adding time in between you and your manifestation. Why would you do that? (laughs) Why would you want to be adding time? So my question for you, if there's something on your vision board and if it seems so illogical, you have no idea how it's going to happen. I want you to ask yourself. What am I thinking needs to change in my physical reality before I let myself believe that it's possible? And what would be the harm of believing that it's possible before I have evidence of it. Hot tip, there is no downside to believing that you're worthy of the things you want before you have evidence. So the second lesson I learned is that an obstacle or a challenge is never a no, it's just a not right now or a not this one. So most of 2020, I was researching where I should move to, Um, what sort of places I wanted to live in. So just like a bit of backstory. Um, I am moving out of the flat that I shared with my ex-boyfriend, who is still a good loving friend of me now. So, you know, I'm all okay. Thank you for your concerns, because I know I would get messages about that. (laughs) So I'm moving out of the flat that I shared with my ex-boyfriend. And I... I think I had so much attachment to this flat originally because it was the first flat I moved into where, you know, I didn't have flatmates. Like we built this life together and just all of these memories. We were here for two years together. And so I had loads of like mental drama about moving flat and I didn't know where to go. I wanted like to change things up. And so originally I was going to move to Margate. And I got really, really excited about this idea. I actually asked the universe for a sign. And it was like, yes, go on this quest, move to Margate. And I found this really amazing, gorgeous flat. And I, oh, as soon as I saw it, actually, as soon as I saw it, I felt something was off. 
but I was too wrapped up in this dream of moving to Margate that I didn't check in and I was just like yeah I'll take it and I was almost trying to force it to happen to like make it work another thing is is that I had told all everyone that I know and I started talking about moving to Margate I'm like yeah I'm gonna do it and it almost felt like I wanted it so that other people could see me have it more than the actual desire for me to want it myself and I almost had this sense of you know, I am successful because I live alone or I am successful because I have my own flat. Like that was a marker of success for me in my mind, which is obviously not true. Long story short, like that flat, it was like a yes. And then the landlord changed his mind and all this sort of back and forth. And I had handed in the notice at my current place. So I was in this situation where I had like two weeks to move out of my current flat in Tottenham and nowhere to move out to and I fell into a complete panic it was the most intense two weeks of my life I was absolutely terrified that something bad was going to happen that I wasn't going to find a new place and what I really learned I was so I had built up so much attachment and expectation to this flat being the one where what I really took from that is you you shouldn't really be building attachment to the physical things but attachment to the dream or the idea so when we build attachment to these physical things like having this pair of shoes or having this exact customer saying yes or making this exact amount of money It means that if that doesn't happen, we feel really frustrated, disheartened, and we put, it's almost like having expectations of things. It takes emotional and mental energy to hold up those expectations in our mind that when it doesn't come through, we feel completely burnt out. We're disheartened. We don't want to look at that dream anymore. We don't want to work towards it. And we're like, we we feel kind of done with it. And it isn't that your dream isn't coming true or that your manifestation isn't coming through. It's just that you got attached to the wrong thing. It wasn't meant to be that flat for me in my case. It wasn't meant to be that customer for you, that business idea. But all the no's means and the obstacles and the challenges, they're just opportunities to redirect you to where you actually need to be, to where you actually need to go. And I love this idea that, and this is something that I learned from Manifestation Bay, Catherine Zenkina, is that the world is always working out for you. The world is always working out for you. Like the universe isn't against you. It doesn't not want you to get what you want, but it's just working out in a, in a way that is bigger than what you can see. And sometimes we're going to need to trust in our relationship with the universe more than we trust in what we can see in our physical human perspective. And I'm going to be totally honest. I think that you have to sort of build up trust in the universe. It's almost like when you see those team building games and you like fall into some, you turn around, close your eyes and you fall into someone's arms and you hope that you they will catch you. Maybe you won't just jump off a cliff without having that trust, but you can build up your trust in the universe in small ways. 
And in Stuck to Unstoppable, I have a way that you can do this. And it's about asking for a sign for a small thing and just continually building up that trust. If you're not trusting in the universe and you're just solely relying on what you can see, what you can touch, like your physical experience, you're missing 75% of the equation of what happens in a manifestation. Your what you can see is so limited that no wonder why you'll be frustrated and exhausted and disheartened if you're just basing your the possibility of your success on what you can see. So if this is something that you're kind of struggling with right now, take get your journal and ask yourself, what am I missing? This thing that I'm wanting and I'm manifesting and it hasn't come through, what can I not see? What is the bigger picture here that is unraveling here for me? Lesson number three that I learned is that spiritual bypassing is a real thing (laughs) like it's a real thing so what I mean by that is all the mantras affirmations vision boards chants dancings all of those things mean absolutely diddly squat if you were coming from a place of fear and if there's like like fear trapped inside your body I don't know if there's an affirmation or a mantra that can outwork a subconscious mind or limiting beliefs that suggest that you're not worthy or capable or successful or good enough to have the thing you want. It's just impossible. And often when we learn about manifestation, when we learn about like being positive, we think that we should just positive think through our doubts. Like we hear that little voice on our shoulder that's like, hey, I'm a bit worried about this. I'm not sure about this. And we think, oh, no, no, no. Just ignore that voice and just keep being positive. However, if you ignore that voice, what will happen is that you're just driving in to a car crash. So how did this show up for me is that flat in Margate that I had my heart set on, that I had all my eggs in that one basket. When I went and saw that flat, I felt literally zero emotion. Like I had been dreaming about it. I took a train up to Margate from London to go see it. And I felt really deflated when I saw it. And I was like, I was asking myself, like, why don't I feel good about this? Like, why aren't I excited? Like, what's going on? It felt off. I couldn't put my finger on it at the time, but because I had built so much expectation of it in my mind, I was almost disconnected from my body, disconnected from my truth, that I just said, yeah, I'm going to take it. So that is really how I ended up in a situation where that flat pulled out and I had only two weeks left on my current flat because I was disconnected and I was trying to positive think through my fears and all my doubts instead of taking a really honest look at what was coming up for me. Manifestation isn't about someone 
some spiritual thing just giving you what you want like you're sitting there at a buffet and they're just sending you plates of what you want manifestation is co-creation meaning you and your guardian angels the spirit of the universe source energy you are working together in this wonderful dance called life which really means that you need to be doing your part and the universe will do its part so your part is to work through your fears, to listen to your fears, to understand them and debunk them. Your part is to remove your limiting beliefs and install positive self-affirmations. Your part is to follow what feels good and what feels joyous. And when something feels off, it can be so tempting to push through, to struggle through, to hustle through but it's so counterintuitive because you don't receive your manifestations that way. If you don't think you're worthy of that thing that you have on your vision board, there's just no way that it's coming through. And I totally get it that slowing down, working on your limiting beliefs, working on your mindset, it almost feels like the the wrong thing to do because it literally involves slowing down. It literally involves getting off the hamster wheel of running a business, of doing whatever you're doing. But I'm telling you that it is the work. The universe has unlimited resources to bring what you want into fruition. And you can access those inner resources by slowing down going in, and going inside. And if this is something that you need help with, you need to get in touch with me. <laughs> so on my, the, the link in my bio on Instagram at Kyra the Bold, I have the belief busting script, which is a script of essentially questions that you can go through and take any of your fear-based thoughts and put them through this script so you can re- start removing those limiting beliefs. And if you want more one-on-one support and you're wanting, you know, more intensive support, then you're going to want to join one of my programs, Stuck to Unstoppable, or to, or you're going to want to apply for one-on-one coaching. But this brings me on really nicely to lesson number four that I learned, which was you need some sort of way to check in with your spiritual self. In the midst of all of this chaos, so that flat pulled out, the flat, the original flat that I wanted in Margate. What actually ended up happening is I extended my stay on the flat that I'm in now. It felt like so much drama because I had lots of family camp stuff coming up. It was, this was October in lockdown. And yeah, it just felt like chaos. So I extended my stay in my current flat. So I had some stability. I had some safety and some certainty. I realize that something isn't right. I need to figure this out. I really need to slow down in order to do this. In the midst of all this chaos, I got a tarot reading from an amazing reader, Sophie. She's at Oil the Hinges on Instagram. Oh my goodness. 
essentially our human perspective is so limited as humans we're programmed to look at the physical things what can i see what can i touch what is what is happening now but when we're thinking about our manifestations there's an emotional aspect a mental aspect and a spiritual aspect and maybe tarot isn't for you or maybe it's something you've never done before or you've never had before but for me and my journey tarot has been such an amazing way to check in with my guides check in with my spiritual guides and find out what is my journey like where do I need to go like what the hell is happening (laughs) and at that time in my life it literally felt like I was in a bottle a water bottle and I was just someone was just like shaking my water bottle and I was just being knocked around and in that tarot reading I received the tower card and the death card. Now, the tower card is all about breaking your attachments to things. Like thinking, oh, I can only go on Instagram when I have makeup on. Like you're attached to things. Or if you're attached to how other people perceive you. If I live in that kind of flat, then people will think I'm really successful. And it's, or even just the idea of being attached to what other people think of you. And what other people think of you being more important than what you actually want. No, no, no. (laughs) If you are attached to the fear of what other people think of you, of making other people happy at the expense of your own happiness, your own emotional well-being, that's just going to come up. All I'm saying is that that is going to show itself some way. And having that tarot reading really reflected that back to me. And then the death card is all about letting go and your old self dying, very simply. Letting your, your limiting beliefs pass and fade away. Even though those cards are really like, they're, they're quite challenging to receive in a reading, but it gave me so much hope because I was like, this is all just part of the story. And it just reaffirmed to me that this is all working out for the best of me because I'm having to shed my limiting beliefs. I'm having to shed that sort of lower part of myself. And this is like a natural, normal process to getting to the next level. And all it meant is that I just had to be patient. So I think that if tarot is something that you're interested in, I actually have a really amazing episode with another reader, Hannah Joy Graves, which I can't remember the episode number, but if you scroll back, she's there. And she's also amazing. And we talk about how to have your own tarot practice. But maybe your thing is breathwork. I love using yoga, sound baths, all of these things help you connect with that spiritual side and you do need that communication like you do need to have a channel of communication whatever and however that works and shows up best for you like maybe your thing is astrology angel numbers you know you just need to have that those guides and that communication lesson number five that I learned along my way this is a lesson that I'm literally gonna take everywhere with me and it's that Money is not the only way. When I put that gorgeous flat, like an image of Pinterest on my vision board a year ago, I was so obsessed with the idea that I have to earn more money in order to afford this flat. 
and sometimes that's true like if you have a really big fancy car maybe you might have to earn more money to create that thing and all through 2020 I hustled and hustled and hustled and my business was great yes but it was nowhere near the amount that I imagined I would have to create in order to receive this manifestation if you are thinking that money is the way to create your manifestations I just want to let you know that money is only a type of exchange it's one form of exchange but it's not the only way I see so many people come to me with challenges in their life, challenges in their business, where they blame it on the fact that they don't have money. Like, I don't have the money to hire a coach right now, so I can't do that. I don't have the money to get new samples, so I can't do that. I don't have the money to spend on self-care or therapy or, you know, anything they want, so I can't do that. I don't have the money to save for a puppy or to save for a holiday, so I can't do that. Money is not the only way to get things. Yes, if you're putting down a deposit on a mortgage, you may need money, but it doesn't have to be you that has the money. If you're listening to this, you are a creative business owner, which means you have the power of creativity. So if there's something that you're wanting to create in your life and you're saying that you need money, what you're actually saying is that you don't wanna do the hard work, the investigative work to actually make this thing happen. You are lacking courage, to put it quite simply. And the reason why I know that is because in securing this place that I'm going to be moving to, which ticks my boxes in so, so many ways, it's absolutely gorgeous, the location, everything. I'm just like, like, I'm not making that much more money than I was, say, a year ago. Like, I haven't suddenly earned £100,000, which is what I thought maybe I needed. (laughs) Like I haven't suddenly got loads of savings in the bank. And so that's why it happened. The reason why I was able to manifest this is because I stopped thinking that money was the answer. I stopped thinking that more money was just going to solve all my problems. I stopped thinking that because I'm not like super rich or a millionaire that I can't have the life that I want. I think it's a real, real shame when people look at millionaires or look at people that they see online and think, oh, it's okay for them to live that kind of way because they have all of the money in the world. You were not brought here to this earth to suffer. A thought like, oh, I need money to be able to do that thing, it just causes your suffering because there could be another way. But because you have this belief that you need money to have the life that you want, it's stopping you from creating that life that you want right now. And I just want to add a caveat to this because I think that money is important. Like, I'm not trying to say that money doesn't matter. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't want to earn loads of money. I have my own aspirations to earn loads of money, but some of the manifestations that you want right now, you could be blocking and cancelling them because you think that it's going to take hundreds of thousands of pounds when actually what it takes is creative problem solving. How else could this happen? If I was that person who already had this, what could I do to make What would I have done to bring that to reality? It's so much easier to blame it on the fact that you don't have money than to get creative and think, well, how could I get access to that money? How could I create that money in the next 30 days? 
if money is one type of exchange, what else could I exchange, trade or ask for in order to bring this into my life? For most of your desires, money isn't the thing that you're really needing. What you're actually needing is resourcefulness. Is that I'm going to make this happen no matter whatness. So to summarize and to bring this back full circle, my tips for how to manifest anything is number one, decide what you want. Honor your desires simply because you want it. And that is reason enough for going after something that you want. Your desire is the only thing that's important to you. And any thoughts that come up, any imposter syndrome of I don't think I'm worthy, I don't think I'm good enough, make sure you're getting support from a coach or in your own journaling practice to make sure you're you're removing those limiting beliefs. This is an ongoing practice. Step two is that as you start to work and move towards that desire, every obstacle and every challenge that comes up, remember it's not a no, this isn't for you. It's just a not right now or or not this one. Start to think of every challenge that comes up as something that's just here to teach you a lesson. Like this is just a bump in the road, a detour to eventually guide me to where I want to go. Step three, do not try and positive think your way towards what you want. If you have a very low opinion of yourself, you don't think you're worthy, you don't think you're good enough, and you are attempting to throw affirmations and manifestations and all of the gorgeous vision boards on top, it's not going to work. The universe doesn't respond to what you think, it responds to how you feel. So if you don't feel like you're good enough and you can have something, you know, it's not coming through. So do not ignore your emotions, do not ignore your thoughts. Step four, regularly check in with that spiritual part of you. Build Build a relationship with the universe where you can have trust that your desire is coming through simply because you desire it. And there are tools that you can use like journaling, tarot, gong meditations, breathwork, yoga. These are all tools that you have at your disposal. Many of them you can do by yourself. Many of them you can find people on Instagram or YouTube to explore how to use them. But make sure you're building this regular practice where you're checking in with your emotions, you're checking in with that spiritual part of you, and you're using these as a learning tool. Step five, let go of the idea that what you want isn't for you or that money is the only way you can get this thing. Ask yourself, where am I not taking responsibility and where am I blaming my lack of money for being the reason that I don't have what I want? Now, if you follow this process and go through the steps and you keep on working it, I believe that your manifestation will appear. So go out there, start getting clear on what you want and why you want it and start changing your life with nothing but your belief and the power of the universe that exists inside each and every one of us. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon.